Welcome back to Proactive, where I'm talking to Stacey Morris now. She's the head of energy research at Vetify. And Stacey, a very happy new year to you. It's a pleasure to see you as always. How are things? Thanks, Thomas. Happy new year to you. It's great to be with you. Always good to see you. We're going to be looking ahead to what people can expect from the energy sector, I guess specifically the midstream part of the energy sector during 2024. But uh, your brand new report has come out. Uh, what do you think of the main highlights? Well, I think, you know, what we saw in 2023, to just start by looking back, you know, we saw midstream do very well in a year that was pretty tough for the broader energy space. Um, so the underlying index for the Olarian uh, Energy Dividend Use of CTF um, was up 12.8% compared to Eurostock 600, which was only up 8.6%. Um, and the U.S. energy benchmark was actually down on a total return basis. So even though we saw you know, oil prices fall off by about 11% last year um, and natural gas prices in the U.S. even you know, under much more pressure, uh, the midstream space did really well. And I think that reflects that they continue to execute on generating free cash flow and returning that cash to shareholders through dividends and buybacks. So as we look to 2024, I think the playbook for midstream is very similar. Um, it really doesn't take a crystal ball to kind of guess what this space is going to do. They're going to continue to focus on free cash flow and returning that cash to investors through dividends and buybacks. And actually quite reasonable returns as well, because usually if uh, somebody's talking about a defensive investment, it seems almost like you're insinuating that the return might be rather meager, but it's not really, is it? It's not, and, and some of that helps with the yield as well. Um, the underlying index is yielding about 6.9% today. So that obviously makes a big difference from a total return or net total return perspective as well. Um, but it is a more defensive part of the energy sector, but that doesn't mean, uh, you know, it's just expected to generate flat returns. We see the space generating positive total returns. You're absolutely right. So let's look at the fundamentals now, shall we? You've been a little bit uh, cagey, I guess, in the report about what you're expecting for the oil price this year. I think the phrase was something like fairly range bound, more or less, or something like that. So if we're talking about range bound, what do you think the range is? Well, I think if you look at expectations for this year, most people are expecting U.S. oil prices to be around 70 to $80 per barrel. Um, the mean or median consensus number is right around 80 so that would reflect a little bit of improvement from today. You know, today WTI is at 72, Brent's at 77. So we might see a little bit of better, you know, price environment based on what people are forecasting. But nobody's really, really bullish on oil into this year. And I don't think there's a lot of conviction in people, uh, you know, expecting oil prices to materially improve. Um, overall, the, the market looks pretty amply supplied. And you've got, you know, OPEC plus. Um, really helping to send a floor with their cut. So I think from that perspective, you the general view is that oil is probably not going to do that much, um, which again would be pretty similar to what we saw in 2023. So um, no, not intending to be cagey, but I think from an oil price perspective, things are kind of going to look like more of the same in 2024 relative to what we saw in 2023, where prices kind of just bounce around and, and don't really do a lot. That would probably be... For the best, I suppose, because considering how difficult it is to think of what a a huge surprise to the upside would, would mean, I guess that would mean some sudden economic uh, boom somewhere or another, which doesn't look particularly likely. The most likely outcome for a surprise would be to the negative, wouldn't it? Like when we had that awful COVID pandemic. Right. Well, you could see downsides, you know, surprises from a weakening economy. I think people still worry about a recession and what that could mean for oil demand. I think you're 
upside drivers are probably more around geopolitical risk, um, which so far has not really done much from an oil price perspective, especially you know now people are looking at shipping issues in the Red Sea, for example. Um, so if we were to see meaningful upside, it's maybe a bad thing because something negative has happened geopolitically. Hmm. Yeah, let's uh, try to avoid that this year, shall we? That'd be very nice. Uh, just before we let you go, do you think there's anything you'd like to add, Stacey, about uh, how you see the year ahead, uh, specifically for the midstream? Well, I think one other important point to just bring up is we expect the space to continue to focus on growing its dividends. And as I mentioned, the yield on, on the index here is right under 6.9% right now. Um, I think a lot of investors are worried about finding income as interest rates could fall over the course of the year. So I would just highlight that this is a space that provides income that isn't tied to what interest rates are doing. So I think that can be a good advantage. And then one other thing to just kind of mention, we had uh, the fifth largest name in the index announced a 3% dividend increase this week and also announced that they had bought back 96 million of their equity in 4Q. So I think that's a really good example of kind of what these companies are doing and what we expect them to continue to do into 2024. All right. Well, we'll be keeping a close eye. As always, Stacey, you'll be giving us updates every month. So we'll look forward to the next one. Thank you very much indeed for your time and uh, take care out there. All right. Thanks, Thomas.